Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mental Health Today. I am your host, Ken Stearns. And uh, today we've got a really interesting guest. Uh, kind of excited to, to get into that part. But just, just, before, just before we get into that, uh, a little background, that, that video you saw right there is just me uh, and the beginning. It's about 18 months ago before I started the, the Traveling Show podcast. And just my thought that there would be some common thread among the guests uh, that I would meet and I'd try to come back and visit on that. And so I play that as a kind of a reminder to myself and then the cue into the audience shows all about mental health because what I saw on the journey around the country uh, in the first half, 200 interviews, everybody had that thread of mental health and the journey of them overcoming it was never straight. Uh, finding help was never straight. And a lot of those people turned that ex life experience into a passion or a purpose for how they would go out and face humanity. Super inspired by that. And that's why I started the nonprofit to see if I can help some of those people that I meet in the future with a little bit of extra money to get started because everybody was bootstrapping it and they were going to be doing stuff in the community locally and they knew what it was like to be alone. So I thought they're great people to help. So I started that. I started this podcast to hear other stories, uh, to get inspired by other people in the space, other leaders. And, you know, Kevin, you're doing some really cool stuff. Um, and, I, and I think it really deserves some highlighting. And then, you know, the bonus is I didn't, I, of course, I don't know your background story on, on that part of how you got in there. Mm. And that was a great pre-chat. So I'm, I didn't, I'm glad we didn't spoil it. And I don't know too much. <laughs> Uh, big welcome, Kevin. Thanks for being a guest. Thanks for carving some time out of your day. Um, tell us what you're doing. How did you end up? How did you end up with this? I mean, it's a great concept and a great name. How did you end up here? And and tell us a little bit of the background. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. All the love. You and I had a great chat behind the scenes and I uh, love the energy, love the mission. I'm all about it. So anything I can do to support, I'm always there. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Really, uh, the, the beginning is I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. That's an important piece of the story because that obviously yes. has shaped the man you see in front of him. But yes. other than that, uh, the, the interesting thing that happened to me was when I was 25, I had a high paying job. My girlfriend was a model. I had a sports car. I had the the body of my dreams, Ken. I just won a bodybuilding show. I had it all, all of it. You had you not only had the dream, but it was validated. Everything even. was there. Like, like your body is, yeah, you are. A I got a trophy that says I I got a good <sighs> body. You know, you can't you can't really beat that. But <laughs> all of that stuff that I got, I achieved, I attracted, whatever you want to consider it. Mm -hmm. All of that was external, and I expected that to fix my internal yeah, voids. And it it didn't do it. So my girlfriend left me. I was just a shell of myself. Work got slow. I kind of lost it all there for, for a time. I went on all in on making money. I made $100,000 that next year. And I had another similar moment at the end of the year where I opened my pay stub and I expected to feel all these feelings yeah. internally. Yeah, eight but, grand. 
Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't feel any different internally. If anything, it really I kind had, of broke my spirit because I thought I found the key to the lock. You, right. You didn't you didn't feel better. I didn't feel oh. better. So I started a podcast. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I I realized that, and what, that give us the give us the year, Kevin. 2017. Okay. 2000. So in 2016, I made six figures. At the end of the year, I said, I'm living very unconsciously. What's the opposite of unconscious? Hyperconscious. So I started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. That was where this all this all started. And that is so cool. I love that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I was just having cool conversations with cool people. That was okay. it. I didn't, there was no business plan. I didn't know what was going on. Just start. I fell. Just start. Messy action. I'm good at messy action. I love messy action. Right? I fell in love with podcasting. Okay. As I fell out of love with my job because I've already reached the pinnacle here and I'm not willing to do what it takes to get there again. Not interested. I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. I don't want that nice. success. Not willing to do it. So I start calling out of work. I start leaving the job sites early, showing up late. I am no longer a model employee, but I don't really feel like I have a way out. Right? I have a reputation. I have bills. I feel like I'm stuck. So it's like suicide. It's like corporate suicide, right? It's job it suicide. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But even worse than that, I was in a hotel room six hours away from home because we we worked a lot. We were on the road for most yeah. of the time. If and you make that kind of money. It's not easy. Not easy. Grind. It was a grind. Yeah, it's a grind. Uh, my alarm clock goes off. I sit up, slide to the edge of the bed. And the best way to explain it is that morning, it was like there was 10 televisions going on in my head at the same time, and every single one was on a different station. And one is saying, you're stuck at this job forever, right? I'm, I've been having these, I want to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. I'm so sick of this. I'm sick of living on the road. I want to yeah. be home. I want to sleep in my own bed. You can't leave this job. You do not get opportunities like this. Never mind, leave them behind. If you do leave, Ken, what are your friends going to say? And what is your family going to say? Oh, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. And especially when I come back with, well, I'm gonna, I am gonna have a podcast. I'm going to be a podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I mean, it's, isn't it the yeah, obvious play? I, like, are you, are you guys this slow? Nobody knows? <laughs> so oh my God. The, the, the big problem for me was, and this is the, the serious part of it. The, the big problem for me was I thought if I took my life, I would take my problems with me. And here I am six hours away from anybody who cares about me in a crusty hotel room. When I say crusty, I mean blood on the bathroom walls, crusty. We weren't staying at the, the Hyatt. And I, I had that thought of, if this is what life is, I don't want to do it. I do not want to do this anymore. Uh, for 50 years? Like right, that? forever. Is that what we're right. going to do? Right, We're never going to be happy yeah. at work. We're never going to enjoy what we do. I'm going to live on the road forever. I can't hold a relationship down. There's got to be more to life than this. There has to be. There has to be. So I reached out to one of my buddies and I kind of explained okay. to him what was going on. And he's my business partner now. So that it was the right, it was the right person to reach you, out to. You called the right person. I called yeah. the right guy. And he said, Kev, over the last couple of years, your awareness has changed a ton, but your environments have remained the same. I think it's time for you to change your environment. So I ended up leaving that job three or four oh. months later. And uh, we went full time into being very broke podcasters and very broke entrepreneurs trying to figure out everything. <laughs> right, right. You're trying to figure it all out. Everything, everything. What a lucky, I mean, interesting that he, his statement, 
that you've grown, but your environment has stayed the same. What did he mean? He, he has been my mentor. He's okay. When, when you think of somebody who is self-improvement, it's him. It's Alan. Okay. He's, he knows things that I don't know how any human could possibly know. He's just a, he's a wizard with a lot of things. So he, yeah, he, he said, Kev, you're all about hyper-conscious. I mean, you've yes. become hyper-conscious, but your environments are just still old Kevin. You haven't evolved your environments yet. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, you're incongruent. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you're, fe- that's why you're feeling. Yeah. I don't that's why like you have I 20 belong. TVs. Right. I don't feel like that's I belong what... here, but I don't yes. belong in the new life yet. Like, what am I? I'm in between yeah, two yeah. lives. Jeez. So where did the where did it go from there? You got this podcast. You, mm. You're two, two, you know, you're young guys. I mean, you're 27 at the time, 26, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 20, yeah. 27. Yeah. Yeah. It. Um. So Alan and I said, OK, we're going to we're going to do this full time. Alan had left his job a couple of years earlier because he was struggling, too. Right. He had a six figure income and he left in the in the very beginning. Ken, this is what I'll this is usually the weird part. We didn't focus on making money. We didn't focus on a business plan. We focused on our characters. I didn't really like who I I didn't. It's not that I didn't like who I was, but I hadn't done a lot of work on me, Mm. on me as a human being. Yes. So that's where I started. I started saying, "Okay, what are the things I'm afraid of? All right, let me approach those things and let me Ooh. prove to myself that that's not the end of the road. Okay, well, what are my weaknesses? What are my insecurities? What are the things about my character that I just don't like? All right, let me work on that. What are the hard but necessary conversations I have to have with Alan about his character and vice versa? In the very oh. beginning, that oh, is, man. we were just hanging out, philosophizing about life and the universe and relationships and energy and success and we were just hammering out podcast episodes. I, I, that I love. I, messy. What did you call it? Messy. <laughs> messy action. Messy action. Okay, I, lo- I love it. I mine yeah. is moment. I'm a momentum. Mm, Mine's yeah, momentum. Yeah. Just yeah. go. Yeah. And correct course correct. Course correct. But I like I like messy action though. In the beginning, it's messy action. It kind of always is. It, it's always. It should always be a little messy, right? It, yeah, it kind yeah. of always is like even yeah. our conversation, this is messy action. We're just going to figure it yeah. out as we go. And I, I love it because you and I have done this enough, but it's hard when I get asked that question, people say, you know, one of the things I get often is like, what did you do to fix your, not fix your mental health, but improve it. When I left my job, my mental health got infinitely better, <laughs> infinitely better. <laughs> yeah. Like boom. Yeah. It was weird. But the other thing too, is when I started feeling fulfillment, things started to change fulfillment the the soul's recognition of being on purpose with the growth and yeah. contribution that you are meant to have i get the chills yes. when i say that yeah it's versus punching a clock the two different things two different things i asked for the pressure i'm under today it's constructive right it's it's, it's me growth. On the, yeah it's, 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 it's fertilizer it's fertilizer I asked for this. The problems I have today are the problems I would have wished for five years ago. And I don't ever want to lose sight of that. It's very important that I don't ever lose sight of that because I'll become an ass. Oh, you'll be clocking in. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be clocking in. Mm-mm. Interesting. So you, you said a couple, you had two kind of two powerful, den, you had two dense words in there. Um, mm. I'm just trying to backtrack and, and I was trying to, I was going to pull those out, but I, lo- I lost them. Fulfillment? Yeah, fulfillment and something else 
But yeah, I mean, describe what would be fulfillment. I guess I was trying to get the definition from you, what it meant to you. Yeah, it's it's hard. I think fulfillment is your recognition of being on purpose. On purpose, yeah. And connecting your growth and contribution towards that. Yeah. I had a really hard workout today. I wasn't happy okay. when I was doing it. I was miserable. It sucked. Uh, yeah. But but now I'm fulfilled that I I'm fulfilled in the in the fact that I did that because I know I should be. I know I should be I, exerting myself. That it's, it's the it's the worst when you're about I don't know a third into it. Right? <laughs> I mean, you've already started, yes, which is great. But you're yeah. still a third into it, and you're like the recognition of this sucks. Yeah, but I'm doing the right thing. Like I'll this, be and, it, and then it. Yeah, and I'll be grateful. And then it starts for me about halfway. Mm. I've already now got the positive, like the positive talks already going. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's, this is great. I'm in the, I'm in the zone. I'm doing it. I, shit, I'm almost halfway done. Well, that's a good reframe. A good reframe is not what's gonna, not how much is this going to suck. It's what will I feel after for a positive yeah. and a negative thing. Yeah, I mean, think of oh anything. Right, yeah, a lot of this. Reframe it. Reframe. Yeah, it. just reframe based on what will you what will you think after you did it, not what will you think during you did it. What, yeah. When you during is either really good or really bad, but usually, <laughs> that if the during is really good, oftentimes the regret is immediate, and if the during kind of sucks, oftentimes the fulfillment is immediate. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Depending upon, yeah, you're very, very true. Mm. Very true. Immediately after there's, if it's too, if it's just too easy, there's going to be regret. Yeah. Whatever you're doing is not the right thing. Yeah. I could have done That's better. A pleasure, I it's done a more. pleasure thing. hundred percent. hundred percent. Pleasure thing. Um, I had a guy just on a side note. I had, a, I, I chatted with a, a good friend of mine from long ago and he was saying, he's talking about the hardest part of his day. Hardest part of my day, putting my shoes on. Mm. <laughs> and, and I was like, and so he explained it. He has running shoes by his bed. And he says, every morning it's a choice. I turn and there they are. And if I get those on, I know I'm going to have a great day mm. because I'm going to go out and run. Once the shoes go on, once I tie that second lace, it's like go time. Yeah. And he's describing, he's like, once that second, once I, boom, I snap that bow in, it's go time. My shoes are on, I'm going and it's done. I'm already at the end of the five miles. Mm. And he's but like, but I have that conversation every morning. Shoes on, shoes off, shoes on, shoes off. Yeah, I'll have a cup of coffee first. You know, <laughs> nah, eh. not oh, the answer. Not the answer. Yeah, <laughs> put the, the hardest part of the day. What are you doing over, how has this led to what you're doing now? Yeah, so. How have you put all this together? In the beginning for us, it was just passion, like I said. And then yeah, eventually yeah, just, I, I didn't have any money. And I was like $35,000 in debt. And I was trying to figure out, you know, I couldn't fix my car. It was brutal. So we started coaching people. We're talking about self-improvement on the podcast. So our podcast is yes. holistic self-improvement. Okay. Life, love, health, and wealth, right? All of, all of the stuff, not just how to make more money, but how to love yourself more, how to have a better relationship, mm. all of that. Well, we're talking about that on the podcast. There's got to be somebody out there who wants a deeper level of help. All right, cool. I'll, I can coach. That's where we really started. Then I got five clients. Alan had five clients. Then I had 10 clients. Then Alan had 10 clients. And then from there, it was like, well, we should have a Facebook group because not everybody can afford to coach. All right, cool. Let's get a Facebook group. Genius. And then, and from there, it was just, we just kept going. And now we do seven episodes a week. We do an episode every day because if we're going to be there to support you, we better be there every day. 
I can't claim that I want to help you more than anybody else and then show up three days a week. It doesn't work that way. That. <laughs> That's not, it's not how it works. Right. For so three hours a week, I'm with you. <laughs> the other, the other, well, actually, I'm on the radio. Own. Don't call me. <laughs> but that's really, as it became like more of a business. Yes. It was, okay, how do we deploy value? So how do we yeah, deploy that- value here? And it really is that we just have, we have a business model where no matter where you are from your self-improvement set point or financial yes. set point, you're not going to get left behind. I, and who's doing the Facebook? Is that the community help out? Is that just become a community resource where people go or do you guys run, we run. and offer free? Th- you have, so you keep control on the, on yep. the messaging and the, and the, the dialogue and the, yep. the lessons and. Yep. And we post in there every day. Every and single so you're day. The, right. Something in there every day, messaging. Yep recaps yeah because yeah, maybe you just need inspiration maybe right now you just need a little inspiration you don't need yeah. something super deep you know it's one of the things we've realized and i think this is one of the big things when it comes to mental health honestly we've realized that most people in our community at least they lack okay. self-belief and they lack okay. self-worth those are the two big ones so self-belief so they don't believe that they can do what they think they want. And oh, but they also have limiting beliefs. They don't they self-worth. Also they don't, don't even believe in yeah. They don't feel like they deserve it. They don't feel like even, they deserve it. Even so, if they get it, it's gonna be a struggle. Man, so this is interesting. The Those are like success. so easy to help somebody uh, with in a way. You, you it's easy to diagnose. It's hard. I don't want to say diagnose, it, but yeah. It's it, it seems easy, but I'm sure it's hard. It's but but it the self-worth thing is years and years and years and years old. It's a wound that's just been there. Yeah. It's very, very challenging. This is my, this has been my frame. I've used this with people before. Okay. Uh, I'll say, what's your, what's your dream? And they'll say to start a million dollar business. Awesome. Love it. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you believe you are capable of creating a million dollar business? And they'll say, (laughs) eight. Cool. All right. Oh, that's great. Right. Whoa. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you believe you deserve the results that the million dollar business would bring and you actually belong as that person? Two out of 10, that's the issue. It's not a belief issue, it's potential self-worth issue. And here's the thing, even when you get the result, you don't think you're worthy of it, so it doesn't- The imposter syndrome, right? It makes it worse. It can actually make it worse. So that's what we've honed in on of, if I can help through the podcast, is really the biggest channel for us. If I can help somebody believe in themselves a little bit more, they'll take a new action that they never would have taken before. They will yes. get some sort of feedback that they yep. never would have got before. And next time they go to take the action, they'll at least have experience of what it could be like. Yeah. I'm trying that's that's what this whole thing is about. And then the self-worth thing is most likely you do deserve what you want as long as you're willing to put in the work. Most likely I- Right. Yes. Most likely all of your beliefs have been downloaded from somebody else who just didn't believe in themselves and they didn't value you and they wanted you to stay safe or whatever it is. It's just a lot of that. This operating system, it's just off. It's an operating, you know, actually you're right. It is just upgrading the software, plugging it in is. a new, it's just like, oh, you're, you've, you're on dad, you're on bad dad 101. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to upload you to, you know, next level <laughs> university 4.0. That's what it is. And that's, 
I share a lot about my life and what's going on in my life and behind the scenes and my own mm. fears and my own imposter syndromes because I want people to be able to relate to. Yes. I don't have it all figured out. I still have imposter syndrome. I still deal with that stuff. But you can get further than you are today, even with it, even with mm. not enough belief or not, a, not as much belief as you, you want to have. Right. There's still stuff you can do. And I think that progress and the lack of hopelessness. Hopelessness is such a challenging thing to deal with because without hope, you don't have much. I Yeah, the hope part. I, you know, what is interesting, I mean, side note, and um, the one thing I have found is that faith, that hope, that spirituality, right? Having some spirituality does mm. give people always some light of hope. Yeah. Um, and, and the less spirituality they've got now that it's not like a Jesus level of, of spirituality it could be, you know, Buddha it could be any, just believing in, in something larger mm -hmm. um, than us. And there is that hope, right? And so the hopelessness is a tough one. If you get into hopelessness and you really got to show yourself results, right? It just yeah. comes down to you, right? At that point it's you. Yeah. You have to believe it will be worth it. That. You have to believe it'll be worth it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, if you think of it, there's three beliefs a human must have to take a new action. They must believe it is humanly possible. They must believe it is personally possible and they must believe it's, it'll be worth it. it. And it must be worth it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I didn't, I never would have had that in the equation. If you would give me those choices, totally would see the belief thing that, that it's might possible. just be an unconscious competency for you where it's just, you won't do anything unless you believe it's worth it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay, it would already be that way. Yeah. I, I would imagine and I for sure. I would believe anything's possible. I don't think. Yeah. Which just right. goes, I mean, like none of those, I don't, have, I don't really have any of those limiters, <laughs> which is great. Sadly, my belief process doesn't have any governors. That's which great. Ex which explains why I would do something as stupid as what I did. I mean, that's, you know, obviously <laughs> the only, also like you guys, you probably also had none of those because you started a podcast with, you know, no job. Alan, Alan doesn't, <laughs> I've never met anybody who believes in themselves as much as him ever. Oh. He believes anything is, anything is possible. And yeah, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. Well, you, and you need, sometimes you need somebody who's going to show you. Yeah. I jumped off the bridge and I didn't die. Yeah. You yeah. can do it too. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing. I've, I've noticed this too, Ken, a lot of the people and really, really think about it. A lot of the people who are giving advice to the majority of humans don't think like the majority of humans. So a lot of the people in the top of the peak performance, self-improvement industry, they've always had 10 out of 10 belief. Always. But they're talking to people like early Kev. I know I need to be more confident. I know that. I don't know how to do it. Teach me how to do it. That was always how my thought they, process. How do they know how to teach it? They never had. They always had it. They've always had it. I think that's a that's a big blind spot, and a lot of people are comparing themselves to the confidence of these human beings. When truthfully, maybe you're never going to be as confident as them. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you may not be. No, and if you compare forever, you're you're comparing in a losing game, and that's not good for your mental health either. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is right? definitely not. Yeah, we got high schools full of of miserable kids who are in the compare game, right. and we have drones of people flipping through Instagram trying to figure right. out how come they don't have what somebody else has. Right. 
Um, yeah, that's an interesting. So tell us more about what kind of, are you doing just coaching now or classes? How do you, how do you manage? Cause you're not doing five clients anymore. I mean, <laughs> no, you're no. doing, and you're maybe doing less and less personal stuff and more around the larger, you know, kind of a bigger picture. Yeah. What does it yes. look like now? So right now we still do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but okay. obviously that's not super scalable. So we do group coaching. Yes. Yeah. We just crossed, we just graduated our 10th group. So 10 awesome. groups of 10 people, right? So hundred over hundred people, which is awesome. We do live events. So we host okay. next level live every year, a live event where we can bring our community together. It's the best. I, I love it. Oh, that's gotta be so much fun. It's the best. It's the most stressful thing probably that we do, but it's also, yeah. yeah Cause it, yeah, that's a, that's self-inflicted. Yeah. It's but, a whole thing, but fun, but yeah, fun. It's, it's very fun. We, we have a retreat coming up. So really for us, it kind of is all coaching. It's just it whether is. or not it's one-on-one -on -one or like online mm -hmm. courses. We have online courses. Everything is broken into health, wealth, and love. That's our entire brand. That's what we teach on. And whether it's one-on-one -on -one or a speech to high schools or colleges or whatever it mm -hmm. is, that's it. That's it in a nutshell for us. Health, wealth, and love. Mm-hmm. And so you're, the, the courses are really around how to take care of your health, how to build a healthy mindset, a mm -hmm. body, I'm yep. guessing, because you've, yep. you've got some good background around that, the wealth aspect of it, good financial plan practices. Yep. Mindset around keep, money. Okay. Mindset around money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I think Excellent. that's missing for a lot of people. It's, it's missing. Like, it's missing. Yeah. Five ways to make more money. I don't feel like I deserve it. Oh, okay. You're not going to do any of the five ways. <laughs> it's just, it, it becomes... It just becomes extra noise at that point. Yeah, I was just listening. Um, I've been, I've been as I'm driving. I really avoided a lot of. I just droned out on music for the longest time, part of the mm. trip, um, and I, I, I had my own reasons. Uh, but I just started actually re-listen, starting to listen to books, podcasts, mm. etc. around uh, around older, the earlier kind of uh, um, Neville Neville Goddard. If mm. you heard of Neville Goddard, I have an interesting guys. Um, that's a really good rabbit hole for you to go down. Mm. And I was just, and he was talking a little bit about money or, or of money. He gave a bunch of lectures back in the yeah, the forties, all the way, I think up, I think he finally died in the seventies. Um, but Earl Nightingale, mm -hmm. these are guys back around back in those days. So he's, he's their contemporaries. Yeah. These guys are contemporaries back in the day. Maybe, yeah. maybe, Maybe Neville was a little bit older. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, but I just thought I heard him say he was a 19, a 1969 mm. um, talk that I just heard. And I thought, well, I don't know how he got that old. Like, it was mm. a little bit confusing. So I have to kind of figure, I have to go back and figure out how old he was, what's, <laughs> what he was born and when he was running around. But anyway, just, you talked about money and the relationship with money. And it just, it rung a bell because he was talking a little bit about, you know, really, and they just get away from money as a monetary value. And it's just mm. something that passes through your hands. You don't own it. You know, just the mindset around money Yeah. Uh, at this kind of a, le at another level is cool. It's, I don't know if anything is what it seems. I was on a, I was on a call this with a client is, yesterday. This is. And he was like, uh, I said, why aren't you, he wrote a book and he's like, I never promoted the book. And I was like, okay, why? And he said, I'm afraid of judgment. And I said, okay, why? And we kept digging. But I wrote a digging. book. <laughs> wrote a book, but never, but never told anybody. 
This is we 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 got to this. Okay, yeah. What did you find? Yeah, he grew up in a family where you were told to be quiet, don't draw attention to yourself, and never be the never be the center of attention because that's arrogant. There's a reason he literally said, like, I can't post on social media. I'm not talking about my book. I'm not talking about my podcast. Whoa. That's it. It's not that you don't know how to do. You wrote the book. You know how to write. It's not that you don't know how to market it. It's that it's that inner stuff. That is the the thing is the inner stuff is the Dang. stuff that we need the most, but we it it gets talked about the least. I think that's the mental health stuff. This if you can night. if you can sit down and talk about what's real, that's the stuff. But usually we wait until it's the it's too long it's too long, it's too late, it's too deep, and it's too hard. Mm. You're the great I mean, starting this journey at your age, like so powerful. If you can I'm very wake blessed. up. You really are. I mean, yeah. it's, um, and if you can, I mean, holy cow, Kevin, if you can wake up some other young people, you know, the generation, that's amazing. That's the goal. You know, yeah, really amazing. Especially you're going to, you're going to, you're going to line up with them really well. I appreciate just, it. Um, boy, I just had a conversation yesterday, two day, two days ago with a, with a young guy and it was a similar, he's not, he hasn't found his purpose yet, but he had gone, he's got the road scars, you know? Yeah. He's been run over. He's got the tire tracks across yep. his back. And, and I was telling him, like, you, you, you need to write this book. You need to tell your story. And then you need to start sharing it. And, you know, other people need to hear Because coming from a very good mental space, mm. and I love just meeting people like that, but doesn't, doesn't quite know where to go. Mm. Hadn't figured it out yet. But young. I mean, my, my, the part I guess what I'm trying to impress is, is that I'm meeting so many young people really got their heads squared on. I got a lot of hope. You know, <laughs> we got a good generation coming. We you know, do. Yeah, we do. It's a great, I, it's a great gen. It is. I feel good about, I feel good about where mental health is going to go. Cause there's a lot yes. of people leading the, a lot of young people leading the charge of like, this is how it's yes. going to be. This is on our team. We, we have a 17 person team. I want to know about your mental health. I want to know about your relationship. I want to know yeah. about what you're struggling with. It's not taboo. We cry on our calls all the time. Like that is normal for us. <laughs> I don't. I don't want it any other way. I, I don't love want that. it any other way. I could imagine my Zoom calls back in the day, you know, <laughs> and my insurance with my insurance boys, and you know, a couple of us breaking down because we're having a you know rough week, or this <laughs> happened with the family, or something. And everybody would just be like, "Oh yeah." They're going to be gone next week. Yeah, I can. I can imagine, right? I can H, imagine. HR would, you know, HR would have you in the office, and you'd be out the out the yeah. side door. Yeah, but it's different now. It's really different now. Yeah, it's, it's it is different. It is different. Um, I, and I love it. I love it. I just brought in. I'm just bringing on four interns, uh, young, all young, around 20 years old, and uh, you know, just super exciting because they're. I, I love working with young people. It was one of my mm. favorite things in corporate. And um, so the fact that I can restart up an intern team, <laughs> and they're all interested, and it's on this show. They're going to be facilitating this show very soon. Uh, nice. you know, doing some of the, the advertising and the post, the post work and the launching and, and stuff. And they'll launch your show. They'll, they'll, they'll produce your show. So just super. And they don't know anything about podcasting. You know, one <laughs> of them's got some work. Some of them does this and it's fantastic because they're young and they're, oh, it's going to be messy. Of course. If I can assist on, on helping them learn, let me know. Yeah, I, I, it'd be great. I mean, maybe I'll get a, maybe I'll get just a coaching, you know, just get them on with it, with you and <laughs> I'd a, love, I'd and love a, to. And for sure, turn them on to the to the website. Yeah, sure. Um, it's great fun. I've got a friend, a good friend of mine from Asia, is started a 
Gen Z consulting company. Mm. And he's a bit, I would kind of call him a translator or a bridge between Gen Z and corporate. Because mm. he's been very corporate. He's with me. You know, he knows corporate uh, inside and out, up and down. And he's worked with so many young people the last 10 years of his career. He's just like fell in. You just did it naturally. Yeah. You know, so when he left corporate, he's like started up this great company. And so I'm using him as kind of a kind of an onboarding coach. Mm. And uh, so it's and also just to get him a chance. He's in Asia. So he'll get a chance to meet and work with some Western. Mm. Uh, although a couple of my, you know, most of my team, it's American. So it's, you know, it's all mixed up, right? It's American. It's, it's, it's a melting pot already. You know, you yeah. get 20 year olds and it's, it's mixed up. Yeah. And uh, so it's well, going to it be a lot of fun. Keeps things fresh. Keeps things fresh. Keeps things interesting. A Absol- lot of perspective, a lot of lessons. It's always good. A, a lot of different culture coming together, different perspectives, different, mm-hmm. you know, growing up different, different households, different ways. All will look at the same thing a little bit differently. 100%. Uh, what a value, you know, what a value. 100%. Um, Kevin, man, we're at the end. Um, how about some? How about some thoughts? And maybe just share a couple of things before, like some closing thoughts. Maybe what's next? You know, what do you got? Because I mean, you know, you guys are here. Mm. It's peak. This peak to peak thing, right? You've kind of taken it up a few, and you're kind of at a plateau, and it's good. <laughs> and you're and you've built a foundation. Yeah. What are you guys? What are you guys talking about in the in the dark room together? Uh, one of the things we have in development now is an app. So we're creating okay. an app. It's our, it's kind of in beta testing now, but it's a habit tracking app that eventually we'll be able to connect to AI and we're going to be able to do some really, some really interesting things with that just from a term of, of scalability. But honestly, we're going to, our goal is to have the most successful self-improvement podcast on the planet. Like that's what we're, we're playing for. So we're going to do an episode every day for as long as humanly possible. Until it happens. And we're going to try going. to, that's it. And we're going to try to get 1% better every day at everything we do. And that's, that's it. We're, we're on the path. I'm, I'm very grateful for the level of, of clarity and certainty. And we just got to execute every day forever. (laughs) I, I thought I was the only maniac on this kind of schedule. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, when you love it, it's a little bit easier. It's still hard, but when you love it, it's, it's fulfilling. I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted. I'm still in love with it. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I had no idea what was going to happen, you mm-hmm. know, threw everything into my, into this big van yeah, yeah. and start driving around the country. And I thought, you know, actually it's going to get kind of boring after a while. I got 400 questions, same questions, mm-hmm. same setup, same thing, you know, but it turns out it's not, mm-hmm. you know, none of that is true. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Everybody looks at the question differently. So there aren't 400, there's as many, you know, infinite there's there's eight billion questions in the jar you know because everybody's going to look at every question different they're going to read it different plus the 400 so there's there's 444 billion questions you know or whatever times eight i don't know um point is it's if you're loving it it's never getting old Mm. and i'm absolutely and like you said energized Uh, she's a man i I got today i did two podcasts i did one in one in person and then i rushed back to see you (laughs) and to get as i was explaining beforehand so yeah yeah the energy is there man we can do if you're not if you're not working you're just loving life and i think we're helping people i think you i think that energy man that little you know accidentally somehow that that kind of bleeds back to us i agree it's, I can't imagine doing anything else. You know, people always say like, if I took the podcast from you and you had to start from scratch, what would you do? It's like, <sighs> good, good luck taking it from me. No <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, for my dead fingers. Yeah, no, not a chance. No, this is it. This is everything. It's a great question, though, Kevin. What do you do? You know, and and like that gives me some pause. Like, if I don't have this, what am I doing? I don't know. Starting another one. People ask, yeah, starting another one. People ask me, what are you doing? You know, when this, when the traveling show finishes, what are you going to do? And uh, I've got, I've got about, um, I've got 280 episodes done out of 340. So I got another 160 to go. I don't know. You know, like the, it's going to, whatever, whatever it is, will be there when I finish. Yeah. You know what the answer is? You probably haven't learned the lesson yet that's going to teach you what you're going to do next. That's probably just what it is. I'm not th- yeah. I haven't, hasn't, hasn't been revealed to me. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It will. And you'll say, oh, yeah. I, no. Now I know. I, and that's, and people look at you and they go, but you don't know what you're going to do. No, I'm blind doing what I'm doing today. Right. I'm doing this. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Right. But what are you going to do then? Well, what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> It'll, you know, you know what I mean? I'll be right where I'm. So I think that's a great message for your, for your listeners as well. And, you know, and ours, you know, is you're doing right. Exactly what you're supposed to be. You're right where you are. And you're, you're supposed to be there. Mm. And, you know, when it's time to go move on, you will wake up and hear 20 televisions in your head. I hope they don't get to that point. I hope they don't don't get to that point. Yeah, me too. Kevin, thanks so much for being a guest. Uh, Thanks for being on. And a a short side note for you, Mm. this episode, the transcripts will go in, uh, be uploaded to the Adam Project, uh, which is a resource database for mental health. It's a free, kind of a free community site. And um, so what we talked about, and, and if anybody queries the website, and kind of touches on some of the stuff we talked about, uh, our, our conversation will get pulled up. I love it. I really love it. cool. So we're in AI already. <laughs> I love Thank, it. Thanks everybody for listening and supporting uh, mental health today. You know, really obviously an important topic and something, you know, Kevin and I are pretty passionate about. Really appreciate it. Kevin, I'll see you on the other side. Hang around. I'll see you in 30 seconds. I'll be here, my friend. All righty. Yeah, loose, baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from Ooh. the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I took eye with